0: We've all been there before, right? We're at a job. We have this really annoying boss that basically... Ask us to do everything for them and we don't get any kind of recognition or any kind of like major congrats or thanks Well, Renfield helps explore that but in a different sense where you have the prince of darkness Dracula himself yo, and a little lackey of his called Renfield and how Renfield is trying to get out of this toxic relationship But does he is Renfield the type of movie you'd want to sink your teeth into well keep watching and we can talk about it And I will let you know I am Black. Okay, obviously we're dealing with a little bit more than just narcissism here. What's up everyone? Renee Loki Geek here. And uh, yeah, so Renfield is this movie starring Nicolas Cage and Nicolas Holt. Uh, when I first saw the trailer to this movie, I said, ooh, this looks like it's enough camp and gore that will satisfy me. Plus, you have Nicolas Cage, you know, and his absurd acting and over-the-top performances and all that kind of stuff like that and Renfield is exactly that this is one of those movies where if you saw the trailer and you saw every little thing happening there the crazy action the crazy gore the -the over-the-top performances the overacting at certain times and you're like this looks like a movie for me, then this is the type of movie you're going to get. Renfield, the tortured aide to his narcissistic boss, Dracula, is forced to procure his master's prey and do his every bidding. However, after centuries of servitude, he's ready to see if there's a life outside the shadow of the Prince of Darkness. Now, this movie is directed by Chris McKay, who you may know for the Lego Batman movie. And something that I actually just realized, he directed three seasons of Robot Chicken. So you can kind of see where his Humor comes from, and his, you know, kind of comedic sensibilities are all formulating from. And this movie basically has a lot of that. Also, fun fact even though it's a Universal Pictures studio film, they teamed up with Skybound, and Robert Kirkman, famous for The Walking Dead uh, comic books and TV series, helped write and develop the screenplay for this. So you can kind of see how that nice team up with Chris McKay and Robert Kirkman and kind of melding and mixing the humor along with kind of like the undead features and all that supernatural elements will come into play and to be quite honest for what it's worth it worked pretty well let's cut to the chase here you go into this movie mainly because you want to see Nicolas cage play dracula right I mean, that is like the driving factor here. That is the main attraction. And for what he did and for what he was asked to do, he did it brilliantly. Only the way that Nicolas Cage would do. I would describe Nicolas Cage's Dracula kind of like a mix of Castor Troy from Face Off meets Bella Lugosi. But yeah, it was like the perfect amount of over-the-top acting Over-the-top performances, a little absurdity and all that. And yeah, it's basically all that and a bag of chips. And I quite enjoyed it. Surprisingly enough, Nicholas Holt was even maybe better than Nick Cage in this movie. I felt like Nicholas was kind of honing in on a younger Hugh Grant-like performance. A lot of the same mannerisms, a lot of the same quips and all that. And again, for what it's worth, it worked really well. He was very believable in some of the action scenes that he was involved in. And, uh, you know, he's very charming as an individual. So you can kind of see how he does play that great familiar type role in procuring all the stuff that he has to do for his boss. I love how the hidden message here is really about toxic relationships and kind of like the codependency natures that exist out there. And they really address a lot of that stuff. And I love how that... In essence, this movie is like an allegory for all of those things. Ben Schwartz was perfect for what he was tasked to do and being like this kind of over-the-top gangster type of guy who plays like one of the main villains in the movie. So I thought this worked out really well. However, I do want to talk about the elephant in the room here, and that is Aquafina. Now, I don't know, maybe it's just me, but I feel like Aquafina's time... Has passed already. Like her peak time was there, you know, when she was doing like her Oceans movies. And, you know, I thought her performance in The Farewell was brilliant. And I want to see more of that. Now she's still kind of finding her way back into the more comedic roles. This one was like comedy slash action. And let's just say there are some of the things that happened in this movie and some of the things that she did that I didn't find quite believable. I didn't find that she as a person is capable of doing a lot of those things. I'm not really that huge of an Awkwafina fan, so maybe those of you out there who are will enjoy this performance. But for me, I did feel like she kind of stuck out like a sore thumb in this movie, and I really didn't quite believe her character and her being in this role. So for me, I feel like, you know, you have a lot of main focuses on other, you know, top Asian actresses that are coming out. You know, Ali Wong and all that. I feel like Aquafina's time may have passed, but who knows? She could surprise us later on, but I really would love to see her go in, back to some of those more dramatic roles. As far as the action is concerned, I felt like they tried their best to kind of mimic not only some of the classic horror movie tropes, but a lot of the grindhouse type of tropes. So it, everything was very over the top action wise, everything was very absurd. You had blood gushing out of every orifice possible every time there was a major battle. Sometimes you even wonder, does the body contain that much blood? that It's just spurting out all over the place. But everything that you've seen in those trailers, you get that times 10 in this movie. And if that is your thing, then that will work perfectly for you. For me, it was hilarious at first. And then after a while, it just became a bit too repetitive and just like, okay, this is where we're going with this for the rest of the movie. I accept it for what it is. At the end of the day, it's only like a 90 minute movie. It's like an hour and 33 minutes. I felt like it was the perfect running time for a movie like this because you really don't need to go so deep into details. You don't need to go into that much depth with a lot of these characters. You have enough time spent with the main character of Renfield, the character of Rebecca and Awkwafina, and of course, Nicolas Cage as Count Dracula. You really understand what everyone's motivations are, what everyone's personality is like, and what the true end game is here for everyone. However, I will say, and this is something that I'm gonna struggle with a lot, especially with movies this year, is: is this a movie that you need to rush out into the theaters to see? And I would say maybe not. This movie does feel like it would have a perfect home and perfect setting if you just streamed it off of a Netflix, off of an Amazon, or whatever the case is. Even though a lot of the special effects were, you know, pretty well done, and a lot of the scenes were pretty cool i do feel like a lot of that stuff you already saw in the trailer and there's no need to be in a theater setting for a lot of that however it is fun to watch this in a theater setting because of a lot of the absurd moments does get huge laughs from the audience and it could be one of those nice communal moments where Everyone's just laughing at the absurdity of a lot of the things that you're watching on the big screen. So if you have some time to kill and you want to watch a movie and you want to be entertained for like a quick 90 minutes, then Renfield is that perfect movie for you. That is if you've already seen Mario Brothers, if you've only, if you already seen AIR, if you've already seen Dungeons and Dragons. And John Wick, Chapter 4. You want something else new to watch? Well, then go ahead, watch Renfield then. However, I will say if you are a huge Nicolas Cage fan, then of course you have to go out and watch this movie. Even though I would say it's not one of his best performances, it is just nice to see Nicolas Cage play Dracula. Funny how we're getting this movie like this, with this type of comedy and kind of like over-the-top, absurd type of, you know, action and hilarity. Then last year you had his movie that he came out with Pedro Pascal that it was a lot of like slapstick comedy and all that stuff like that you know and it's nice that he's doing these type of movies but I would love to see Nick Cage go back to his type of performances like he did in Pig. like it'll be great to see a little bit more dramatic side of him maybe going more indie who knows if we're going to be getting that anytime soon but it is nice to see him still do these type of performances that as a Nick Cage fan you will thoroughly enjoy I know my movie time buddy Blake will be like really it's just another mediocre performance from Nick Cage and you know I am not going to argue with that it's definitely not something to write home about again it is that type of performance that you would expect from Nicolas Cage hence making him that type of actor that you know fans love all that being said I enjoyed it, I was entertained, I gave it 3 stars on Letterboxd, I did like it. Is this a movie that I'll watch again? Maybe not anytime soon, but if it happens to be playing in the background, I wouldn't mind it at all. Would I recommend this to people to go out and watch? It depends on the person. Like I said, if you've already seen all the other major movies out there and you just want to see something in the theater and you have a quick 90 minutes, then this is definitely a movie you should check out. But like I always say, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter at all what I think. What matters most is what all of you think. Is Renfield the type of movie you're looking forward to catching in the theaters, or maybe you've already seen it? Let me know all your thoughts about this movie in the comments below. That's gonna be it for me for this one. If you haven't done so yet. forget hit that like button subscribe hit the notification bell to get notified every time a new episode or video is uploaded only takes you a quick couple seconds doesn't cost you a thing if you want loki geek on the go check out the loki geek podcast channel on your podcast platform of choice where you can find audio versions of this and a lot of the other stuff we do here on the channel for your downloading and listening pleasure lastly if you are in a position to help further support this channel and help this channel grow definitely do check out the affiliates we have listed in the description We have several great offers great partnerships there you may get something nice for yourself or find something awesome for a loved one and by doing so you're gonna be helping support this channel at no additional cost to you and for all of your support i greatly appreciate it that's it for now until next time stay cool stay classy stay safe catch you all in the next one all right peace out y'all